0: Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guests this week will be getting into the business of computer networking so that your business can have the big breakthrough it needs to be a strong and profitable business. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, where we're celebrating the breakthroughs of small business owners so that you can too. And our guest this week is Shannon O'Brien, the owner of O'Brien Technologies. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you. For visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do?
1: I'm Shannon O'Brien from O'Brien Technologies. I'm the owner and I'm involved in daily operations here. Now,
0: one of the reasons we're here talking with Shannon is because IET is an integral part of a lot of small business owners' lives. It's the thing that we use to be able to communicate, take orders, make orders, and just the whole system and operations of making our business work well. The problem is, is we have people overseas and some domestically that like to find out all about your information too, and they don't care if it's any important or not. They only care that you care about it and one of the reasons we're talking with Shannon today is because that's one of the big things that you guys do.
1: Yeah, ransomware well, is a big one right now uh, but things have changed and evolved a lot yeah. in the last couple years and How so? just having adequate firewalls and antivirus and uh, remote monitoring and uh, that way we can detect issues and get uh, instant alerts about, about things as it comes up so.
0: so you have the ability to monitor a system mm-hmm. remotely that's right so you're hacking into somebody else's system and, and you're keeping an eye on them as yeah <laughs> okay yeah pretty much how do you go through and and help the business owner if there is an issue if there's malware and and what kinds of softwares or programs you use do you use things that are off the shelf do you write code yourself give us a little bit of uh, insight in that
1: Well, with security, especially antivirus, you want to use a software that is a larger name brand, something that they're continually patching and updating on the back end, not something that you're having to manage in-house because it's a lot better to leave that to the professionals, people that do it for a living, than to try to uh, to do something on your own.
0: Do you also help with the training and educations of employees and staff?
1: Uh, We have security awareness training that we provide either... Uh, virtually online or we do it in person for teams of people mm. so we'll go in and, and tell them what to do, what not to do, things to look out for especially a lot of it right now is coming in through email mm. so uh, there's a lot of things to really watch for via email
0: so. just the other day I myself had this email that came in from Bank of America mm-hmm. informing me that my somebody had been accessing my card the problem is, I don't have a Bank of America card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have a card. But I can see how a lot of people could be easily duped because mm-hmm. it had the logo, it looked official. Oh, yeah. I mean, and how do you combat
1: this? Um, education more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people uh, say they get something and it's like, oh, your package was delayed, mm-hmm. click here. and yeah, that's uh, that's an easy way to have somebody intercept that and then you'll be in really bad shape.
0: But I only have three employees. Mm-hmm. Why do I care about ransomware?
1: It's not a matter of if it's going to happen, it's when. Mm. And if you don't take the proper precautions, it's going to be sooner rather than later.
0: What are some of those precautions?
1: Just making sure that you have an adequate firewall for your business that it is continually updated and patched having antivirus software making sure the systems are updated Uh, there's several things that you can do uh, but probably the most important is to uh, get in with a good i.t company and uh, if
0: only there was one we could recommend right
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly
0: but you get in with a, a good company like yourself yeah and then
1: and then uh, work with them on a regular basis. The companies that I think are the most successful and in tune with what's going on are regularly communicating with their customers and the organizations that they work uh, work with, mm-hmm. and also having solutions that make sense.
0: Right now, one of the things that you do is you help not just business owners, mm-hmm. but you help a lot of nonprofits and churches mm-hmm. with systems as well, and that's be, kind of become your bread and butter.
1: seems like the more churches and schools and things like that that we work with, mm-hmm. uh, word starts to spread. A lot of business, especially in this area, is word of mouth and mm-hmm. referrals.
0: Give us an example of a recent project that you're helping a church grow and, and use and develop.
1: It's probably one of the coolest ones lately mm-hmm. is with a virtual classroom that we're setting up for church mm-hmm. and they're going to be educating people from all around the world. Uh, they have people in different countries that they're working with and uh, we're getting it all into one classroom environment. They can have a combination of in-person and virtual, right. and it's going to be set up, It's well, being set up with several cameras and audio microphones throughout. Uh, it's going to be a really cool setup.
0: And this is a system that you're able to go through. It doesn't matter what platform the end users are using. They'll be Mm. able to access all this together.
1: They are leveraging Zoom, Mm. but the platform is built for Zoom specifically. It also, they have other brands and other models that can use different platforms, but the one that they already had in place that they wanted to use is Zoom. We're leveraging Mm. Zoom as a, a backend for this to basically deliver what they want as far as the classroom environment.
0: What was the first project that you had with O'Brien Technologies? Your name on the door,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where you, you you completed the project and it solidified, yeah, I can do this.
1: Yeah, that would probably be the... There was a project with the hydroelectric plant out on 178 and they needed some assistance getting their hydroelectric plant that was built in the 40s to mm-hmm. communicate with a Watergate that was a little over a mile away. Okay. And we had to set up a wireless relay to make that happen. And it was largely uh, myself and one guy that knew the electrical side of it really well right. to try to make it happen. And so, for context on this, for mm-hmm.
0: visionaries who aren't familiar with the Kern River Valley, and the Kern River Canyon. Mm -hmm. So you've got this canyon that you've got the river below and then a thousand or two thousand feet almost vertically straight up are canyon walls that bend and twist and roam. Radio signals don't like to, they like to go in a straight line. Right. So how did you work and get that to be able to to get that communication down the canyon and get it out to where it needed to be
1: yeah luckily with the layout of the hydroelectric plant and everything that leads up to it we had one clearing in between Ah. and uh, we also had a pretty high pole on one side so we were able to uh, get it where we needed to be with line of sight that way So it's just a really interesting project especially using technology from the 40s and trying to get its current day right. uh, big challenge that we had also was the the wireless side of things and getting it into a frequency that was not going to conflict with anything else that was out there mm. so uh, because especially in that area there's a ton of wireless uh, right. going back and forth so getting it into its own band and everything was a challenge Just had to find the right product and have the right people on the job. And the willing to do it. Yes. A lot of drive. A lot of drive. (laughs) A lot of drive. Yeah.
0: When we come back in the next segment, we're going to talk about people versus automation. And we're also going to talk about the big breakthrough that really took O'Brien Technologies to the next level. But before we do that, if visionaries want to get in touch with you, Shannon, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, the best way to get a hold of us is... Uh, by either emailing us or calling directly to the office. sobrian at obrianmsp.com. Okay. Our entire support team is support at obrianmsp.com, or you can call the office 661-432-1301.
0: And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and we'll talk about people versus automation and Shannon's big breakthrough when we come right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clareau Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Shannon O'Brien, the owner of O'Brien Technologies, and our visionary question comes from Elizabeth who asks, as technology continues to become more sophisticated, how do you find the right balance between human interaction and automation?
1: Well, there are several factors that go into that. Mm. I think that certain things require human interaction, Mm. especially if decisions need to be made, things need to be altered Mm. and changed But there's also times where it makes more sense to have automation, especially if you either don't want to have a a person dedicated to that and and, uh, dedicating their time toward fixing it or managing it. You can even get your social media all automated. You could. You could. (laughs) (laughs) That's where AI comes in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's where AI comes in. Well, that's a whole other topic. We'll, We'll bring that up in the third segment. But... One of the things that you talked about in the first segment was the Corona River Valley project Mm -hmm. and and that really helped solidify your your company. Mm -hmm. But your big breakthrough for where you are today came through COVID. How did this radically change your business?
1: Well, we had to transform businesses to working remote and being able to access their data without being physically in their businesses. So that uh, was a challenge for a lot of businesses to continue to, to operate. So we had to change everything up and get everybody on remote access VPN to where they can get to systems securely and remotely and everybody learning zoom for the first time
0: are me. you recording yet i, yeah. I can't see you um, yeah you're
1: muted <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> or my favorite one is is you've got people that are in this meeting and they they they, they want to be able to see whatever it is on front of them so they bring in the lamp to be oh, able to yeah. see it and everything just washes out
1: white <laughs> yeah no they uh, have their their screen backgrounds um blurred and yeah and they try to show something in the screen and can never get it right those are always good ones
0: we, we always have to remember the um people dressing from here up correctly oh, yeah. then they stand
1: up i always wondered how many people actually do that
0: <laughs> while we were all going through this we laughed now but at the time it was a pretty big deal oh yeah and education was was suffering too
1: absolutely what did yeah. you guys do? Well, luckily with education, the year before COVID hit mm. is uh, was a mass rollout project for a lot of the local districts. So okay. they went one-to-one with their uh, laptops and netbooks what, and Chromebooks. What does one-to-one mean? So one-to-one is basically for every student, mm-hmm. they need a device. So mm. A tablet, a, went, a computer. Exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they had a huge funding uh, program through the state. Mm-hmm. And they were able to get laptops for every child. Wow. So that was pretty huge. For Panama, Buena Vista, I think we went through probably 17,000 or so just for that district. And then a number of other districts as well. So every week there was a semi pulling up with a huge load of laptops or- Here at the shop. At the shop, yeah. Right? Really? Yeah. And so they were uh, just a ridiculous amount of carts and laptops and uh, people involved, and uh, it was pretty crazy undertaking. We were going through roughly a thousand a week there for a while. A thousand. A thousand laptops per week. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes more. Yeah. If they were really, if they really had a, a tight time frame on certain projects, yeah, sometimes more than a thousand a week.
0: And you had to make all this work.
1: Yeah and they were all fully customized and had all the programs that they needed on them and tied to their Wi-Fi. It was pretty crazy.
0: How did this change your business?
1: It really got us a lot of exposure hmm. and it was something that proved to me that we can take on anything that's out there. Hmm. That was probably the biggest change, at least for me uh, mentally. It's right. just like wow that actually happened and we pulled it off and we were successful so it was it was pretty cool
0: we did that
1: yeah <laughs> absolutely
0: and this changed your business because now you could prove to the world you could take on the big projects right how has that helped you
1: since i have a hard time saying no and I feel like we are constantly stretching the boundaries of IT Mm. and uh, what technology can do so we're just constantly pushing it and trying new things and experimenting and um, love messing with wireless especially like in places like you were talking about with the canyon Mm -hmm. and difficult to reach places we we have a lot of um, really cool and customized products to make that happen, so.
0: Whether it's out in the oil fields or Mm -hmm. just across your backyard.
1: Right, yeah, and a lot of the oil fields too, they want to capture data that's happening on pumps that are way out in the middle of nowhere and they barely get cell reception out there. So we're able to uh, get wireless relays and different things in place to be able to communicate with those wells and pull data in.
0: You like a good
1: challenge. I'm a sucker for a challenge.
0: Well, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Does this come from the the pattern of being bored, like you talked about in the first segment? Mm-hmm. And then now you've got this huge project with a school district and a thousand laptops a day. Yeah. And then now what? And then the next big project. Is is this more often the case than not?
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. it is. Yeah, it happens a lot. and. Uh, I love getting into new things. There was even a robot that we had a few weeks ago that came through and somebody asked us if we could fix it. And I was like, yeah, I want to do it because I want to do it. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure. And not because I had experience, because I, I felt like I we could figure it out. Right. So that was a pretty cool one.
0: And then always asking, what's next?
1: Yeah, what's next? Yeah.
0: What is next?
1: I think the next chapter for us is just... Branching out into new industries and getting in touch with more people, getting involved in more groups, and um, just trying to help the Bakersfield and Kern County area as much as possible.
0: Including with AI, which we'll talk more about when we come right back. The reason we're talking with Shannon O'Brien, the owner of O'Brien Technologies, is because of the financial support that comes from visionaries just like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash smallbusinesscelebration and get the bonus content and the bonus information you need to have the breakthrough your business deserves. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash smallbusinesscelebration, join one of our tiers, and have the big breakthrough your business deserves today. I'm here with Shannon O'Brien, the owner of O'Brien Technologies, and our visionary question comes from Jim who asks, there are many ethical implications of using certain technologies AI, facial recognition, and data mining. How do you weigh the impact of these technologies and what they have on privacy fairness and the unintended consequences?
1: Well, luckily right now they are all optional technologies for the most part, but Um, You can choose to use them or not. I think with AI, it's going to be a situation where it will end up causing a lot of problems, Mm. but it can fix some as well. How so? I think with AI, it's if used in the right fashion, automating certain things and being able to have AI basically give you a list of different things or cough up information, whatever it happens to be, it'll, it'll give you something as a starting point. Mm-hmm. But if people aren't using their own brains and they're not putting things down on paper, I don't know that it's necessarily good for society as a whole. Right. I think with data mining, it is a situation where uh, that's going to become a larger and larger issue because there's so many people out there that are trying to steal from others either identity or money or anything that they, that they can Leverage
0: if there was only somebody that owned a technology company that would have software to help them with that, (laughs) right? Exactly.
1: (laughs) That's the dream
0: and for all this like you mentioned This is all optional. You Mm -hmm. don't have to use any of this technology right now,
1: right? But do you see it changing? It depends on how much it's forced upon people down the road. I think probably facial recognition is going to be the biggest one out of the three that ends up being forced upon people more Mm. than it should be because you have camera systems that have facial recognition built into it you have and a lot of times with camera systems you're supposed to notify people that they're on camera Uh, but if they're using that for entrance to their facility or they're looking at at things in a lot more detail sometimes people don't have a choice Mm. and they're you know, put into a system that has facial recognition and they don't even realize it.
0: When you're not here, what do you like to do for fun?
1: Well, this time of year, I'm really excited to finally be back into water sports again. Okay. So jet skiing and uh, water skiing, knee boarding, um, just taking the kids out on the boat, throwing them around on the tube and stuff, that, stuff like that's always a lot of fun.
0: What has water skiing taught you that you apply to your business?
1: Probably keep trying until you can get it mastered. That's okay. probably the biggest thing. Awesome. Uh, well, I've taken up uh, wakeboarding as a new one for me, okay, and I had to watch a bunch of videos and learn and try to figure out, you know, what the proper technique so I wasn't falling on my face every sure. time I take right, off. Right. And, so but it, it's
0: one thing to watch a YouTube video, mm-hmm. and it's something different when you're actually out there on the water. Oh,
1: totally, yeah. <laughs> and I was never one to skateboard. I was really bad with, when both of my feet were strapped to the same thing. Right. Uh, so it was a new thing for me to try to figure out that technique and be able to uh, be successful and actually get up and do some tricks and stuff like that. So, but once I did, it was a lot of fun, and I really like it.
0: One of the things it also does is teaches you patience.
1: I think that is something that took time to develop because I haven't always been a patient person and even, even at times I catch myself and I have to tell myself, you know, give it a little more time, let it work itself out and eventually it does and so I think over time I've learned to be a lot more patient person than I used to be.
0: So I've got this robot that I want to come in and, and I want you to fix and solve and make it work, right?
1: Let's do it. <laughs> I'm
0: ready. Patience went right up the window. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but this is a bigger than that, is it yeah, not? Yeah,
1: it is... absolutely. It's more, a lot of a lot of it's with the aspects of business and mm. and waiting for things to develop. And I think one mistake a lot of people, especially when they're in their first few years of business, right. is they want things to happen so quickly right. and they don't give it a chance to actually develop. Mm. So that is huge when people are first starting out is uh, don't get ahead of yourself, just go about it uh, methodically, talk to people that know what uh, what they're doing or have experienced some things and uh, they'll help you get on the right track.
0: I know from experience and talking to a, a guest or two here on mm-hmm. on the show, that's a lesson that never gets old. Right.
1: Yeah, that is definitely true.
0: <laughs> because you you've started raining that in yourself just in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, it's taken this long. I've been doing this for over twenty years now, and it's really just in the last couple of years where I feel like I have more patience than before. It's definitely not perfected, but it's uh, it's drastic improvement.
0: What makes you wake up every morning and open your business?
1: I'd say probably the biggest thing is not just helping people and making an impact and you know providing for my family and things like that but really changing the way that things are done helping other business, business owners with some of their struggles sharing different, uh, different things that have happened over time and getting involved in the community.
0: Shannon, this has been a real treat. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you. And if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
1: Yes, uh, sobrian at O'Brienmsp.com or support at O'Brienmsp.com. The phone number here is 432-1301.
0: And I'll be right back with my final thoughts. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clareau Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at claroutire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. Not because you have to, but because you want to. Earlier this month my wife took me and a bunch of my friends down south for a birthday trip and there was one aspect of this trip I was dreading. It's the proverbial happy birthday button, and it's a button that you feel obligated and required to wear. And at most theme parks when you go, you get the button, the employee scribbles your name allegedly button. you slap the button on your person and away you go. And as you go through your entire day, you get wished happy birthday left and right and all the employees are looking for that button and they are wishing you happy birthday and you will like it. This time around, it was different. We go to the theme park, I get the button, she legibly wrote my name on the button, I put it on my person and nobody wished me happy birthday. In fact, I probably got wished happy birthday maybe a dozen times, maybe. The difference was though, this time the employees who did say happy birthday meant it and that made all the difference in the world which got me to thinking how often do we go through our personal and professional lives and we feel obligated that we see somebody's name pop up in social media that we have to wish them happy birthday or something is bad to happen but that happens to them that we go, oh, I'm so sorry, that looks terrible thing. When in reality, if you find that one thing about somebody and you genuinely wish them happy birthday or you compliment them on, imagine the kind of difference that will make. All because it's not something that you have to do, it's something You want to do. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Shannon O'Brien with O'Brien Technologies. And I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business with a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.